<laughs> I'm ready when you are, buddy. And then we are recording, so... It is after the final pour. My name is Tony Golick, and I'm joined with always Brandon Winninger. Uh, and in after the final pour fashion, especially for the beginning of the year, Brandon and I, Brandon and I have decided to do back to back episodes. Ooh, we're recording these back to back, and we're sticking with the theme of Belgian beers. We both uh, realize that we have another Belgian beer we can drink, and um, Brandon. Why don't you tell the kids what we got in front of us this evening? We are drinking a fantastic offering from Off Color Brewing. It is their barrel-aged growl. Mm. Uh, it is a quid- <laughs> Is that your growl? <laughs> it sounded My like light a growl. It sounded like a deep burp. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it is a quadruple ale aged in rye whiskey barrels. Uh, 10% alcohol by volume. Gravity is 20. Ooh, 20p. I don't know what that means. Plato, Plato, Plato. It's another form of uh, gravity. Another way to determine. It's like uh, Fahrenheit and Celsius. I only like uh, 20 uh, (laughs) Aristophanes or whatever. Uh, Screw Plato. Uh, IBUs is 28. Uh, But I do like that they have, uh, it's got the malts listed out here, the hops. Yes, and their secret ingredients. I love that about uh, Off Color. If you want to read those, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I love that about Off Color for all their uh, beers. They do list, uh, list. They do list what is uh, in the beers we are consuming. Uh, so the malts is Pils, Dark Munich. And the malts is Pils, <laughs> and Dark uh, Crystal. Their hops is uh, some nuggets. They got some nuggets in there. <laughs> and then the secret ingredient is dark candied syrup. And love. Ooh. So I'd like to point something um, out. Oh, sorry. And then, was... uh, se- se- sorry, second use Willet barrels and second year rye barrels. Ooh, Willet barrels. Nice. They don't say what the rye barrels are, right? They just say rye barrels. It does not. Yeah. So something I want to point out. When we did the other after the final pour with your Belgian triple, which is fantastic, um, we noted that when we did our original pedestrian um, uh, triple, we used Nugget for the the, the main uh, hop. So that's kind of cool to see that that's the use for the quad. Um, Brandon, I've that's, already that's all they used though. So yeah, yeah. So I used I, I threw Crystal at the end. That's just going to give a little bit more of a aroma and uh, almost like kind of like steeping hop, you know, a little bit of flavor. But the bitterness is coming from the nugget. So I've already had this before. Uh, Brandon, by the way, thank you very much. These were uh, this was when I say these because I have many. Uh, this was one of the birthday gifts you gave me for my birthday from Off Color. It was a very jolly Off Color birthday. Thank you very much. 
happy birthday yeah man Belated. um Belated. yes no that's all right it's fine uh when this comes out who knows um you <laughs> could, could be next year on your birthday <laughs> yeah i could say this is season four episode five but it could be season five episode four mind blown uh you gave me one of you gave me two of these you gave me two dino s'mores barrel aged and you gave me two beer for pizza just straight up regular beer for pizza um if you listen to the Maltese, uh, Clark did mention in his little segment how much he wanted to uh, try new breweries. Uh, not new breweries, but breweries he hasn't really drank a lot from, and, and Off Color was one of them. And that kind of sparked it in me as well, and Brandon as well, because we started – not that we didn't like Off Color. I mean, Apex Predator uh, is one of, uh, one of the beers that stand out in my mind because it's – it's a good farmhouse beer. Uh, Dino S'mores is one that Brandon actually the year before you gave me Dino S'mores coffee, the coffee Dino S'mores. I shared the last Correct. one with you um, that, uh, you know, those are the beers that kind of stand out. But they have so many other beers that we just didn't really drink. And I feel like each year there's like a brewery we kind of talk about a lot. And so far it's been off color. Uh, our very first year was Goose Island, as you all know. We're, we like them. Um but this, uh, these offerings have been been great. We've tried a handful of beers. Brandon, did you end up trying beer for tacos yet? Uh, not not yet. I still <laughs> I still have it. Um, oh, okay, good. My, good. My intention was to. Um, I think sometime soon we're going to be ordering tacos. tacos. So I literally want to have it with tacos. So like the beer for pizza, I had that with pizza. That's right. I have this beer weekend. for. I have the beer for burgers, and I'm waiting to either make burgers or you know, order burgers and I'm going to have that with that. So yeah, I saved my last beer for burgers, uh, for a burger. And I have, uh, two of the beer for pizzas left. I have a cherry and a regular. So I'm looking forward to drinking both of those this weekend when I make some homemade pizza, but that's not why we're doing this. Uh, it's just kind of reflecting on our love of off color right now, which everybody in Chicago already loves off color. We love off color. We just haven't really dug deep into, uh, their uh, catalog of beers and this one is uh to me is very nice in a way that i didn't think i would like it because when i first had it uh, a few nights ago number one these bottles what size bottles are these 350 milliliter uh 275 275. 250 250 250. okay it's 250 so they're nice small bottles they they came like the packaging's cool i really like the uh labels if you guys I don't know if we're doing a video of this, but I'm trying to peel the label off. I'm going to see if I can make uh, have this as a sticker on my beer fridge. Um, the little bottles are great because it fills up this snifter. Uh, again, if we're doing video, you guys can see it. This is not a big snifter. Uh, it's probably a standard size snifter. I don't know what a standard size fucking snifter is, but it's not, it's not a big snifter. They're about 10 ounces, I think. Okay. So, so this uh it's it's a perfect pour. It's not something where you feel like you have too much. It's not something you have to share. Um, and for the price point, um, Brandon, when you bought all of this two, four, you bought three, four packs, two of them barreled aged. And it was like, what, like 58 bucks or some shit like that. Like, yeah. Yep. And all those beers are very good. Um, I already have my impressions of this. Brandon, what do you think about this beer? I think it's awesome. Um, I can't. So Here's the thing is I'm, I'm getting the rye. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming through to me. Um, 
what 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 I really enjoy is the aroma. Yeah, because I'm getting to me it's like a hint of it's like a dark fruit. Like none of like yes. raisin maybe um but something deeper than that. Um and then I'm still getting that caramelized you know like this dark oh, not not burnt sugar but like a caramelized sugar um and chocolate i'm getting a little bit of chocolate i feel like N- not a lot a uh, taste or aroma 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 Smell for like, sure yeah yeah as taste? i'm swirling it oh sorry i say as i'm as i'm swirling it around um and again if anyone's watching this video it looks like i'm just shaking profusely but i'm holding it back up so you can see that the head is forming uh, a little bit better um yeah, the dark fruit is what I got from it the first time, and it's very raisiny to me, which is what I expect from quads. <laughs> and when you said right before you said dark chocolate or chocolate, I I went back in and smelled it, and it's like this bittersweet dark chocolate or, or yeah. not bittersweet, but like a dark chocolate or a bittersweet chocolate where it's not like super sweet or super super cocoa-y. It's very nice. It's almost uh it's like chocolate candy. You know what I mean? Like, it it smells like if you were melting chocolate at home, mm-hmm. the aroma that you would get, like if you were standing away from it, like just that kind of waft of like, yep. you know, melting chocolate. Like, yeah. Uh, the barrel is there without it being too much. It's like, it's not like a barrel aged stout or any other barrel aged quad I've had. It's a nice, almost a aftertaste in my mouth is what the barrel is. It's not like, oh, there's this was definitely like the first sip you take. You're like, oh, this is a barrel-aged beer. The first sip that I took, and I, for the first time I had it, and tonight is sweet, raisin, candy, Belgian-y, then a little bit of barrel. And at first I did not like that about it, but having this a second time, uh, I'm kind of jealous that you have one more bottle and this is my last bottle of it. Uh, I always think about that when I open up bottles that people have that I'm drinking first. Um, no, it's, 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 it's awesome. (laughs) Uh, it, it is, it's awesome. It's, it's just a very nice beer. And for 10%, I don't think I could give this to my wife and she'd be like, Oh yeah, this is an easy, easy drinker or whatever for the everyday craft beer drinker. I think people would appreciate it, but also be kind of uh, taken aback to be like, Oh shit, this is 10%. Like it's, it's going down real nice. Like I let the last one that I did warm up a little bit, which you did get a little bit more. It didn't change a whole lot. So that's why I wasn't too concerned about opening it up as cold as it is right now. But, um, yeah, it's solid. I know you said rye. I don't. I don't get a whole lot of rye. But then, as we know, when we, when we do the show, uh, my palate sucks in comparison to Clark and uh, Brandon. Yeah, and I think, and again, I mean, it's it's very subtle, uh, and, and the comparison between like a Willet barrel or a rye barrel is like you know, um, what I you know it, it it's very. I I think flavor wise when it's blended with a beer is, you know, very minimal, but what I'm curious about is that it doesn't distinguish on, on the bottle is, 
So it's a second use Willet Willet barrel. Uh, two oh, so I'm wondering if it's a second use Willet two year rye barrel. So Willet rye. Let me let me take a look. Maybe I'm just reading it wrong. So maybe that's. I mean, what, this is uh, an actual after the final pour where we had something. Uh, dark candy syrup, second use Willet two year rye barrel. Yes, there's no comma after the second use Willet. So that's why so, it's not incredibly strong, and I think that yeah. that lends itself to being um, on that lighter side. Oh, look, I'm changing the lights, everybody, if you're watching the video. This is cool and terrifying. Um, it's I, I think that's a cool idea, that it's a second use for a rye barrel, because the fact you're able to pick up a little bit of the rye, I'm not, and I don't feel like the rye is, or that the that the barrel is incredibly strong and like in your face. It's kind of nice, and I think it lends itself to 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 let the the beer itself, you know, kind of speak for itself. If I can say itself um, any more times in one sentence, uh, I think that in itself it would be a miracle. I think you explained yourself. I explained itself too. <clears throat> Someone just liked one of my barrel check-ins, a barrel-aged check-ins, and my phone just lit up and said, and someone like, oh, someone enjoyed this barrel-aged beer. I don't know where it is. How dare they? Mm. Yeah. Um, as far as what we've had from off-color just in these couple of months, we're losers for not drinking them more often. <laughs> um. Yeah, <laughs> I I hope I really hope we use video because we <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who's, who's just listening. That was great. Video's got to stay in. We're um, doing the video. I'm going to vape even while yeah. we're doing this. One. Oh, no, my ear itches. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, I I don't feel like we've done off collar enough justice. Uh, especially in, you know, well, in past episodes, I mean, we haven't touched on their styles, especially when we've done like some variations of beers. And like, if we talked about styles, we haven't really incorporated, you know, uh, off color as much. And when off color first started, I, I feel like I read this article where, uh, John was targeting like beers that were. I, I don't want to use the word off color, but off the radar of what normal people would drink. They have and, never done an IPA. Yeah. And, and, and they're they very proud to. of that. No, not at all. They, they have never done an IPA and they're very proud of that. And just like, uh, I feel like they're a special brewery in the sense of like dovetail who does just German style beers. We don't have enough, breweries that focus on that and a, a brewery like off color and a brewery like dovetail who focus l on legit and even um who is it oh geez i'm blanking on it right now metropolitan metropolitan do they have a pale ale even do they have an ipa or they do just lager stuff not lager yeah not lager i think no they're lager. mostly just lagers yeah um in German styles as well. Uh, so like having those three breweries just in general uh, in our vicinity of Chicago, it, it's kind of nice to have that, especially in a world that we're just being pummeled by, you know, styles that we like 
pastry stouts, barrel-aged stouts, uh, hazy IPAs, juicy IPAs, uh, you know, uh, and that's not to take away from breweries like, you know, Hot Butcher or uh, uh, Maplewood or uh, who, who else does, you know, big beers like that? I mean, uh, Hubbard's, Hubbard's Cave. Hubbard's oh, like, Cave is Hubbard's like, Cave, like, uh, like very extreme. Yeah, like yeah, a microphone. Perfect example right there. Maplewood, they actually have a, a really good selection of, of different styles. Uh, so I don't mean to throw them in there. But when I think about like Juice Pants is one of my favorite uh, on the <laughs> on the, the podcast that uh, Kevin and I did, the uh, Teen Line. Uh, we did a short run of eight episodes. We had... Was that the episode you were on? Nope. That was the episode Shalanda was on. <laughs> ABC was on. We did the beer episode with her uh, where we were talking about IPAs and I chose juice pants as one of my favorite IPAs. Um, so those like big juicy, you know, IPAs, it's always nice to come back to those uh, breweries that are focused on certain styles or not doing what's popular so to speak while dino s'mores has become popular and and i know growl itself is a popular quad the barrel aged version of it i'm trying to pour more out of the bottle and there's there's nothing left um give me more more. the barrel aged growl is just super solid so i feel very lucky that we live in a city where we can have breweries like dovetail and off color and 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 then the microphones and, and hubbard's caves where they do stuff like that uh, you know, they're, they're, they're big, uh, sweet Imperial stouts and pastry stouts or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, that's this, this, that whole s- ramble I just did is the encompassing of after the final four. What was the point I was getting to off color? You're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it, it kind of digs into a, a, another point too. So we need to make sure I don't ever oh. want to listen to what I just said again (laughs) (laughs) when like specifically when we did like the Oktoberfest style beers like we didn't even touch dovetail like and i'm sure they have something that is they right up that alley honestly like that's that's a brewery i'm looking forward to uh whether we have a chance to, to speak with them or we just do an episode on our own um drinking their beers the few times i've been to dovetail and some of the uh, festivals that I've worked where I've poured dovetail dovetail beers. No matter how excited I am about the other beers that are on tap, at the end of the day, when I'm done working those festivals where I'm serving and drinking beer uh, a, a good amount of the day, uh, that's how I like to end of the day is with their beers. Like I know their Hell's Lager is phenomenal. Their Dunkel Weiss is delicious. It's um, hell is good. Yeah, it is hell is good. Uh, and the brewery is fun to go to. They have uh, awesome uh, charcuterie, charcuterie plate. Oh, there goes the mic. Uh, plates. Uh, their pretzels are good. And um, it's just a fun place to to go to. That's right. I have a beguile as well. So it is. Um, dovetail. So I, I, I do have a connection with Dovetail. So um, oh, there it comes. Brandon's got a connection to everybody in Chicago, baby. I will uh I will reach out and see what we can do. Um well and it it, it begs the question, do we want to do a, an episode earlier or do we want to wait till the fall and kind of schedule that like when German beers no are idea. prominent? I have no idea. 
I, can I, we drink I, more beer? Uh, just do a two-parter. We'll just do a two-parter uh, where we just talk about their beers and then uh, the regular beers, and then we do the Oktoberfest style. I don't know. I don't know if Dovetail has a, an Oktoberfest. This is why I wish fucking Clark was around all the time. Clark? Yep. Ugh, now I gotta look it up myself. That guy sucks. Seriously. The worst third host we could have ever had added to the show other than I don't I don't know. Uh I'm checking it out. Dovetail. I put Oktoberfest. I mean they have an Oktoberfest anniversary. Oh they have oh they, they have do they do have a fest beer. Ooh. So we could do that. We could uh see if we can work something out there. I don't care when we talk to them, I just love their beers. It's it's very good. Yes. It is good stuff. Um but again, that's not what this episode's about. It's about this barrel age one <laughs> from <laughs> color. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh overall well, so have you had have you had the regular growl? I've had it once before. It's a so, it's a great quad. It's a great quad. Yeah. So I I never had it. Um. I don't know like what to compare. Actually, to, but as I'm saying that, let me. I need to check my untapped, uh, to see if I actually have had that. I feel like I have had it before. It could be a lot. So, but this also goes back to uh, our previous after the final pour when we were talking about wanting to brew a, cro- uh, a quad. This. You know, looking at the the grain bill on here, I'm like, oh, this is a good start. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a good way to try to. Too. No, I agree. If we want to try to mock that a little bit. See, it's funny because okay, I, I was looking through uh, Untapped. I've not checked it in, but the first thing I saw was that someone checked in the barrel age growl, and I'm like, oh, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I do see a regular. Growl, and a lot of people have have checked that in uh, over time. Uh, February twenty, man, day before my birthday, somebody checked it in. But there's also a lot of the the barrel aged uh, one, so people are just checking it. I'm, I'm, I could be wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have had the uh, regular growl, and if not, well, shit, I'm a liar. Sorry, everybody. It happens to let you guys down. Uh, but if, if if you're in Chicago or you have uh, somebody who lives in Chicago that can get you this, um, I believe they still have some left, and I I wouldn't mind getting my hands on on, on more of it. Uh, Brandon, you're in for a treat. Okay, when you, <laughs> okay fine, we'll get some more. Um, <laughs> Brandon, you're for a treat when you have the uh, Dino S'mores, the barely Dino S'mores. Yeah, I mean, I, Dino S'mores in itself is great, so I'm definitely looking Coffee Dino S'mores, regular Dino S'mores. Uh, there are some liquor stores near me that still just has Dino S'mores uh, sitting on the uh, shelf. So Ooh. I'm still, I can't wait for the days when we can finally dig into all of this crap I have in my cellar. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because um, out of all of the uh, uh, Deep Wood beers the from Rev... Yeah. Out of the 11 that were released, I still have eight left. I have a lot of them, too. Yeah. So, uh, shit, even if it's not for the show, I'm looking forward to hanging out and we can just drink those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy some awesome barrel-aged beers. So, I was looking at this, like, uh, vape again. this list that I have curated of all the beers, 141 total beers. 
in my cellar. 99 of them unique. So Oh, cool. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Uh, 141. You're talking about your untapped? No, and now I understand it's your cellar. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, man, there's a lot of shit in here we got to drink. Bummer. Sucks that we have to do that as a team. Um, yes. Is it true that you don't have a blended Bourbon County from 2020? Like the, the regular, just the full blended one? I'm looking at my list right now. Great. Sir, For those who don't says- know, uh, Bourbon County, uh, Goosan's Bourbon County this year was... In Chicago, there were three different uh, barrels that they blended it from, and then they released three different, basically three different variants of the uh, regular blend. So there's Buffalo Trace, Heaven Hill, and Wild Turkey, and then the one that went out to uh, other states and in Chicago, or Illinois, I should say, uh, was the blended. And you can tell that uh, by the letters on your bottle uh, as far as like their little uh, uh, stamp code on the back. And uh, the blended has no letters. Buffalo Trace, BT, Heaven Hills, HH, Wild Turkey, WT. I was uh, very um, uh, privy to try all of them. And I will say this. The blend is the best, in my opinion. I don't have the blend. Um, well, apparently, I, I have one. Several of the Heaven Hill and a Buffalo Trace. Excellent. The Wild Turkey was one of the hardest ones to find. It was very. It was not very. It was a little hot uh, as far as all the other ones were concerned. Um, it's it's still Bourbon County, and it's very good. Uh, yeah. But overall, the the blend was my favorite because. I mean, that's what Goose Island does. It was nice to try the other uh, single barrel versions of Bourbon County, but the blend was awesome. Noted. You and I have finished our drinks. I have rambled a bunch. We went off topic a bunch. For an off-color episode, we talked a lot about Dovetail at one point. (laughs) Kind of cool. But kudos to off-color. Thank you very much for making Barrel-Aged Growl. and for enlightening our Belgian uh, beer evening. Very good. Brandon, thanks, man, for, for grabbing these for us. Oh, no problem. Yeah, these uh, this surprised me. Um, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. When I originally saw it, I was like, I don't know if that's going to work. Or if, and more like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. But uh, I enjoyed it very much. Very good. Very good. Yeah, it, 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 it's great. It's fruity. Uh, dark fruit, raisin, plum, prune, uh, second use barrels. Cool idea because a lot of places will sell, a lot of breweries will sell, uh, used barrels and any homebrewers out there. If you want to know what a second use barrel tastes like, this is it. And I gotta be honest, next time a brewery is willing to sell a a second use barrel, I'm even more apt to to scoop it up, especially a 55-gallon barrel for 50 bucks. That just means we have to brew a lot of beer again. <laughs> now Somebody the, selling a 55-gallon barrel? Uh, some breweries will do that here and there. I know Rev does it. I know Lake Effect does it every now and then, uh, You know, depending on how wet those barrels are. And if we know it's going to happen and we've got an Imperial Stout to go in it, this would be kind of fun to maybe throw the uh, 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 into the void 
uh, in yeah. one day. It would be a nice void for it to go into. Or if we can find some five-gallon whiskey barrels or bourbon barrels from somebody, that would be cool too. Brandon, have you done anything with that? Have you done anything with that barrel that uh, uh, we used? I'm on? waiting till the spring, um, and then I'm actually going to seal it, and it's going to become like an outside table. <laughs> It'll be preserved forever. What if we? Got that barrel wet one more time with some bourbon and whiskey and did a beer in it, and then you sealed it the following year. Is that possible? Like, can you do that after it's been sitting? I have to look that up. I think so. Then we'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, let's clean it first and then talk about this. (laughs) Like your style. Um, All right. This has been uh, After the Final Pour, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms individually. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, on untapped, bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Chicago. on Twitter, Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.